And we are back on the big wake-up call in time for my next guest. She is an actress, comedian, and writer. Of course, you know her as uh, Chloe on 24 and Gail the Snail from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, author of a new book, Fame-ish, My Life at the Edge of Stardom. It is now available where books are sold. We are going to chat with Mary Lynn Ricecub, and good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning. That was a good plug. You've done this before. This is my very first interview ever. Are you kidding? That is such high praise. I appreciate that. Me too. I'm glad we. Were, I'm glad our first time is with each other. This is very <laughs> exciting. Yes, Mary Lynn Ricecub. Um, I'm an actor. I'm a comedian, and now author. I'm so excited. Why do you consider yourself on the fringes of fame when your book was available for pre-order at Target? I mean, non-famous people do not get into Target. Was it really? They yeah. didn't tell me it was going to be at Target. That's my. F- I, I got to rewrite the book now. I am, I am famous. Uh, you know, I have one of those faces where I've worked forever. I've been in a lot of things, but sometimes people, they just say stuff. They'll say, you look like someone who might be on Parks and Rec. Like, that's not even a real person. That's an amalgamation of an idea of somebody. I mean, I'll take it. It's a type of recognition, but is, sometimes people will say to me, do I know you? And I'll say, yes, it's from TV and movies. And they'll go, no, that's not it. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> is it from carpool? No, I don't live in your city, okay? Right. I'm not in your carpool. I'm an international superstar. I'm making out with Tom Cruise. I'm working with Kiefer Sutherland. I am riding on Harrison Ford's private jet. All the big guns here, okay? I'm a big deal. But yeah, I mean, are you a big deal if you have to tell people you're a big deal? It's the question I bring up in the book. It's it's important. You should read it this summer. It's called Famish, My Life at the Edge of Stardom. You can get it at MaryLynnMaryLynn.com, your autograph copy, or from Target. And it's on Audible. What do you think about that? Well, if is it okay if you don't go out of your way to tell people you're famous? But if someone asks, you might want to say that. I, I just love when I'm, you know, renting a, a car or something, and I get, "Are you the real Ryan Gatenby?" I'm like, I don't know who would be out there pretending to be me. That would be terrible. So yes, I love that. It feels nice to be recognized, right? Well, especially when they're just recognizing you from from my radio voice, which is so fake from my real one. It's it's amazing. Can we hear your real voice, Ryan? Um, it's, it's in my contract. I can't, but it's very high and whiny. I'll, I can do it off the air for you. Let's say you got up, you stubbed your toe, <laughs> maybe you drank too much the night before. Yeah. And then, um, your cousin who you hate calls you. Well, let's hear the voice. Um, see, Hey Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I think it would just be a stream of obscenities, and I'd probably be taking them on, on a scatological history of man from Adam to the present day. I don't, I don't think it'd be arable. See, that was a great answer. And if you were so busy being recognized, we, we wouldn't have heard the underbelly of what really goes on. <laughs> right. You have uh, something that you mentioned that uh, you're in proximity to people who are in proximity to huge success. And I feel like with that line, you nailed morning radio. Oh, yes. I mean, sometimes I get the success and and it's great. And I'm not complaining. I have a wonderful job. I get to pretend to do things I can't do in real life for a living. You know, I get free therapy when I do stand up comedy. I get therapy when I write the book famous. But um, yeah, on the other hand, it isn't always what it's cracked up to be. Sometimes you get invited to the Golden Globes and you think, You're in it, but really you're just in proximity. I got invited to the Golden Globes, did not get a plus one. 
Oh, no. uh, Ushered up to the mezzanine, sat at a table by myself. That's a real letdown. No, that's... Dressed up. The fanciest table you've ever seen in your life. And I'm sitting there alone. So, you know, I experienced that, too. Of of course. Was invited to some big, huge event, and I show up with my wife. I'm like, oh, well, we only have one ticket for you. Well, well, can you make an exception? Oh, my God. Mm, What did you do? Oh, you were there with your wife? What did you do? Uh, We just went somewhere else because I didn't need to be at this place. I thought they were being nice to me, but it was a little passive-aggressive. Yeah, that's not nice. That's the thing. That's life, right? It's like when something's supposed to be really nice and then it's not, and then you adjust and you move forward and you go out and you had a good time. And that's what happened. You got to, you got to experience the moment. I mean, there's, there's insight in there. I'll never forget being so, you know, having the golden globes be so built up in my mind, you get ready, all this attention, you know, money, you're, you're, you're grooming, you're looking good. And then it's such a bummer. But what I did was, you know, Got a little bit drunk, got up from that table, and and walked around and made friends. I went up to Cheryl Crow and said, I feel so alone, and I know her. But then I realized when I said that to her that I don't know her. I had just listened to her music. but um, <laughs> And I was a little bit drunk. I thought I was going to be good time drunk, but I was a little bit sad drunk because I had been seated alone. But uh, she went with it. Um, she helped me out. And then I had a nice conversation with Puff Daddy, who was a fan of mine from, from 24. So it all worked out. Now, That's what we do. We just have to move through the pain and move on to the next stage. We've been chatting for about six minutes now, and you've mentioned being drunk three times. Are you okay? I think I need a drink right now. <laughs> now, I know you've been on uh, on Comedy Bang Bang several times, and, and I, th- I think about that along with, uh, like Scott is, uh, Scott Ackerman, if people don't know, the host of the show, is in our 17 Timers Club, our most frequent guest, and has mentioned, you know, no way. I, that's true. I have been on a nationwide sold-out podcast tour, and yet no one knows who I am. And that's, that's kind of like fame-ish. Yeah. What's the question? Um, <laughs> I know Scott Ackerman from the 90s. He's one of my oldest friends in Los Angeles. We really? did uh, comedy rooms together. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel bad because I don't think I named him by name in the book, but I do talk a lot of, about a lot of people that we have in common from that time and the alternative comedy scene in Los Angeles. This is before podcasting, but that's that's what I did. That's where I got my start was in comedy. I didn't have a question. I was just name dropping someone we had in common in hopes, you know, I, I would be able to bask in both of your glories. I thought so. I, I thought so. I was like, where is he going with this? Turns out nowhere, <laughs> nowhere. Got it. Have you had a good response to your book being out? And I know it's just been a couple of days. Are you getting phone calls and telegrams of congratulation? Yeah, very much so. I just did uh, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and that was a blast. I got all um, dolled up, and um, you know, but you just do a show like that for your Instagram, really. So, right. um, you know, Lincoln Bio, you can get my book, Famish, My Life at the Edge of Stardom, at MarylandMaryland.com. But it's been wonderful. The reception has been fun because I think the book is fun and it's relatable and it's juicy. You get Hollywood gossip, you get stories of personal insight. Um, of course, as we mentioned, the getting drunk, that, that's always a good story. Uh, my first audition, in which I had a mental breakdown, I think is going to be good advice for actors. But listen, you don't even have to read the book. <laughs> Just get it and hold on to it. Sure. You'll be better. You'll be a better person. You you will get if you're a guy you will get laid if you get my book wow. and you just hold on people will see it and they'll be like that's I'm 
you're attractive to me now is what's going to happen. Well, I just so have you can to, use uh, a book for a lot of different things than reading, but if you want to read it, that would be great too. <laughs> but most importantly, just get it. Famish, My Life at the Edge of Stardom. Go ahead and get yourself a copy for all your friends this summer. Well, before we let you go, I just have to say, you did The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and then you're getting up early to do morning radio. Isn't this a gigantic letdown? Yeah, now that you you bring it up, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a chapter in my next book. Ooh, boy. Um, the high expectations and the letdown, but then we come through it, and we, we you know we're better as a person. It builds character. <laughs> we're better. We're closer sure. than ever. It's a, a new character building book. It's famish. My life at the edge of stardom. Of course, find my guest uh, Marilyn Rice Cub. Well, this was fun, and thank you so much for lowering yourself to our standards today. Yeah, that's what's important. Let's lower our expectations and move through the letdown, and we'll be closer than ever, Yay. like you and me. <laughs> my second husband I, you didn't ask yet but <laughs> pop the question will you marry me oh we'll have to uh we'll have to talk off the oh, air oh you already have a wife oh. she, could she double up can we double up <laughs> you know it doesn't hurt to ask okay i'll put in a call i'll ask her i don't want to i'm not trying to overstep anything maybe i should just marry her we would probably have a better time that would probably work all right i'll give her a call okay <laughs> thank you thanks for having me